Welcome to The Unshrew Show, episode 20. Hey everyone, I am back and I'm excited to be back. I have so missed podcasting. It was really, really fun when I did a little stretch. Um, the last podcast I posted was 2017, so I am back and I have so many things on tap to talk about and share with you guys. Um, I feel like my life is in a whole different season then from when I was last posting podcast, I'm actually halfway through my MBA. So um, and maybe I can do a whole podcast about that. But yeah, I'm halfway through my MBA. I think my concentration is going to be innovation and entrepreneurship. And it has been the best decision that I have made professionally in a long time. It's really given me, I'd say like, some juice, you know, a little bit of juice, a little bit of a push and a little bit of, uh, you know, grit and excitement in, in the professional space, some challenge. And overall, I would just highly recommend it for someone who is where I was. And again, I have a lot to say about that. So I'm doing a whole show. Other things that have happened to me. So I actually had surgery. Um, I was out of commission for six weeks at work. Uh, doing some healing for most of the six weeks that I did have inpatient surgery. So I stayed at the hospital for two nights and that was an experience in itself because I was terrified, like really, really terrified to one, stay at the hospital and two, to miss work. I don't know what, what fear instilled in me that I couldn't take a break or get away. I think maybe it was just the fact that I've never not worked for six weeks in my adult life. So imagine being someone who's had steady jobs, who's never taken vacations, who's never been out of work for six weeks, the fear or dark cloud over me was that, ah, nothing's going to, nothing's going to work. You can't go back. No one can do what you do. You're irreplaceable. All those things rang through my head. And then it was just like, you know, my health, my body are way more important than a job, a paycheck. And so it took a lot of personal growth and a lot of revelations to kind of sit back and say, I have to do this for myself. I have to get better. And um, I took those six weeks and really focused on me. I didn't hardly check my work email, which is, you know, progress for me because I'm normally the person who checks in often. And I also started saying no to stuff, saying no to projects that just weren't, um, weren't, filling me and then the the ones that were stressing me out and just stopped extending myself as much as I was before um and then also putting like a deadline a lot of times I was staying up really late to do work really stressful projects and instead of doing that now I have a like a hard cut off (laughs) so I try to cut things off or cut my day my work day off at a certain time um and then just really make sure I'm getting my fitness on I I'm the type of person who likes to work out a couple times a week. And I noticed that that really helps me feel happier, less anxious and just well, like it just, I just need it. So I got to do it and I had to make sure um, I make time for it. So um, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about today is moving ideas out of the brainstorm phase. So a big challenge that I've run into lately is I'm so good at ideation and brainstorming. I'm so good at like drawing out an idea, mapping it out, and then pushing it on a back shelf somewhere and not giving birth to it to the world. And that's cool. You know, I think having good ideas is awesome, but 
executing those good ideas is really where the magic is. Because if I hold or hoard all of my ideas, no one gets to experience them. And I mean, it's cool to hold ideas for yourself, but like the whole point is to share them with other people. And from those ideas that I have, other people will find inspiration and get ideas from that. So I really had to ask myself, like, why are you not sharing your ideas with the world? And there were reasons in that question to myself that I had to kind of confront. It's almost like when you look in the mirror and you're like, okay, I really got to see myself for myself today. And I really had to realize I messed up or maybe I ate too much junk food this week and that's how my face is breaking out. So really acknowledging like there's a cause and reaction to some of the things we do. And for me, um, the cause of me not wanting to share the ideas was really something I had not looked into. It wasn't me procrastinating or being lazy. It was a deeper issue. And so the first thing I would say about moving ideas out of the brainstorm phase is you have to have the confidence to own the idea. And for me, that's what was really missing is like that confidence to step up and say, this is my idea. This is what I think. This is what I have to say about it. And I want to share it with you. So having that confidence to say like, this is it, take it, accept it, learn from it and pushing it out there after I've brainstormed about it was really a big issue for me. And I had to like really say, this is, this is the root of why you can't get the ideas out the door. And how do you overcome that root? So one of my favorite books, um, or at least a book I've read recently that I'm like, wow, you have some, some hard truths in it is Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. And she talks about going to the places that scare you. So one thing, one quote that I pulled from that book is learning to relax and allow ourselves to move gently forward gently towards what scares us it's it's scary and it is scary because I don't like to relax I'm working on that <laughs> um, and I definitely don't like to relax and move towards something that scares me like I'm not gonna say okay I gotta calm down and one thing that's scaring me now is going on multiple dates with the same person lately I've just been going on one date with the person and um, almost like fearful of the second date um and another thing that scares me is uh you know speaking up sometimes about projects I don't like because it gets me more work (laughs) um so you know but if I don't say something about the projects then you know they don't get better they just kind of stay the same in this sunken place of terrible Uh, And even with the dating, like if I want to be in a relationship, which I really do, I can't go on just one date and then find myself married to someone. So those things are scary to me. And I have to have the confidence to kind of own my idea and also own what I want from the actions that I'm taking to get to where I'd like to go. Um, The next thing is intention. So accept releasing the idea to the world. And I really have to accept like, okay, I'm, I'm intentionally going to share this and I accept whatever people respond to it. I don't always have to acknowledge it, but I have to understand some people might hate it. Some people might love it. I might get good feedback for me. I think 
I also had to explore the fact that some things I've put out there in the world have gotten me other opportunities and other jobs. So with that intention in line and accepting that idea that I'm going to give it out to the world, I also had to accept, okay, somebody might reach out to me with a job or somebody might reach out to me with a different opportunity that's going to take me to the next level, all because I put this idea out there, because I had this idea, because I executed it really well. So understanding that I have to have that intention to let it go instead of just seeing it as something I'm I'm drafting early in the morning like for me I'm really good about waking up sometimes in the middle of the night and in the morning and brainstorming stuff and you know it's 2019 I'm a millennial so I currently brainstorm a lot in note on my phone just on my iPhone I use note and I have so many um, messages draft out to my team and also just ideas and stories and blog posts and video concepts and I have more of them in note than I do on the internets which I think is very unfortunate because some of them need to be out there we'll get to that next <laughs> um but what I'm really trying to say is that I have to let go of that stronghold on these things and get them out there the next one kind of addresses that stronghold which is control so I have to release the desire to control the idea because once you take it from brainstorm where only I know about it um, and you put it out there to everybody you can't control it anymore Some people are going to look at it and they're going to think X, Y, Z when you really meant ABC. So releasing that desire to control it. Another quote from Gifts of Imperfection that I love says, our sense of belonging can never be greater than our level of self-acceptance. So accept myself and say, I thought it was the most amazing idea in the world and not get too overwhelmed about that sense of belonging because my self-acceptance is always going to be greater than that. And I accept the idea. I love it and I own it and just let that go. And the other one just says, um, it kind of addresses that, that initial thought that I said earlier is we don't want to be uncomfortable. We want a quick and dirty how to list for happiness. So Just because I had a brainstorm about it, I released it to the world, doesn't mean I'm going to be immediately happy. I might be a little bit uncomfortable. Sometimes the ideas that I have might not be comfortable hearing to other people. For instance, I wrote this blog post on LinkedIn about why your company sucks at email. And I was going through and putting together my writing samples And LinkedIn gives you insights on who has looked at your post. And I went and looked at those insights and it told me about 20 to 30 people at the current company I work for had looked at that post. And (laughs) I kind of got a little nervous because some of the inspiration for the post came from some of the struggles that I faced day to day at my current job. And I was like, gosh, nobody said anything to me about it. But in that moment, I had to kind of tell myself, well, good you know it made me uncomfortable to write it it makes me uncomfortable to be in a space where a company has a subject matter expert which will be me in-house and they're just very insistent on doing things their way instead of a way that is in line with like email marketing best practices we can put it that way so yeah it was a little uncomfortable that they 
probably read that post, but I also kind of felt like maybe it was a good level of discomfort because maybe it kind of helped them say like, gosh, we really aren't doing this right. And maybe there's something we can learn from Dana or just learn from everything else out there or even from this content to help us move in a different direction. So, um, yeah, it was a little uncomfortable seeing that they read it, but I also, I also feel that level of self-acceptance, like, yes, I put this out there because I needed to say it. And I just I felt some kind of way about it. And I'm really glad that I, I drove it forward to share it with the world. Uh, so the last step that I would say would have to be exploration. So that was kind of the phase that I talked about when it came back to the confidence. But the exploration was asking myself, why don't I want to give life to this? And I ran through all sorts of answers. And I'd say the biggest answer that I had to that is like, I'm scared of it doing well, which sounds like a wild answer. But for me, it's just the truth. Like I'm scared of it doing well, because I don't know. I don't know what that's gonna do for me. Like, I don't know what I don't know. Like, that's the part that's, that's fearful. And also makes me a little nervous is okay. For instance, that blog post, I just mentioned, like, if I put this out there about how companies aren't good at doing email, is that going to lead to me getting more opportunities to help other companies do email? Like, how are people going to respond to this? My, my thought about how people are going to respond to it is greater than I want to gift this to the world, which is unfortunate because it should be, I want to give this to the, to the world should be my top priority. Like I want to share this with everybody. I want people to know I want this out there. Um, and I should, I should want that more than being concerned about sharing the idea and putting it out there. So as I go through that exploration phase, that's one thing I really think about is why don't I want to give life to this particular content? Why don't I want to share this particular piece of information with people? Um, another fear I had was like, oh, someone's not going to get anything out of it. Well, you know, how much stuff do you read on a daily basis that you don't necessarily tweet the author or email someone and say, man, that changed my life or man, I love what you wrote because I can use it in X, Y, Z way. So, um, I mean, I consume so much stuff every day. It's hard to reach back, but I know some of the ideas that I do have going forward are, are, triggered or inspired by some of the things that I'm consuming some of the content I'm consuming some of the things that I'm seeing sometimes the ideas are generated from that so uh I had to kind of let go of the the not the fear of sharing it and not wanting to share it and just explore their deeper reasons and kind of just confront them head on like another reason I had was it's just gonna take too much work to do xyz well it's going to take work period. So <laughs> kind of reframing my thought on that was like, yeah, it's going to take work regardless, but can you work on your skills in terms of production? Because creating content is a production process. You have to have the idea, you have to have the the draft, you have to have the the writing time. A lot of times I'm like writing something out before I really move it forward. So um, then I write it down and I move it forward, then I publish it and it's just all those different steps require a certain level of detail and attention and giving them the necessary things that they need to move them forward is something that I really um, try to do. So 
as I move the ideas out of the brainstorm phase, understanding like the production phase and understanding the execution phase and making sure that all those things happen, but also making sure they're happening in a, in, in a realistic time frame. Because sometimes I'll write an idea and the sun will set on that time frame of publishing it. Like it's, it's really difficult to write about something that's like three seasons ago when something else has happened this week that will make sense to write about. So we can go back, but it's easier to look ahead. And that's really the the place where I'm in right now with my ideas and moving them out of the brainstorm phase. Another book I, I read recently that really helped, helped resonate with me around this topic is called Presence by Amy Cuddy. And in that book, she says, sometimes you have to get out of the way of yourself so you can be yourself. And there's some moments when I read things in a book where I'm like, whoa, she's definitely talking about me. That's definitely about me because sometimes the only thing in the way of me and getting things done is myself and the management of myself that I have to do in order to make sure that a concept or idea is pushed forward. And it's interesting to me that I've, I've recently really started looking at you know, doing a lot of personality tests through school. That's one thing we do lots of, which I love. And also through work, we recently did Strengths Finder too. But in another personality test that I haven't done either at school or work that I think is really um, insightful is the five love languages. And I started really looking at my work habits and my work ethic. And I realized I'm really good at acts of service for other people sometimes to my own detriment. So sometimes I want to do acts of service to help people. Um, Like one girl after class pulled me aside and was like, hey, can you help me edit a picture? So I stayed late to help her edit a picture Um, just because I wanted to help her. And that's part of doing services for other people. But at the same time, there's times where I've done services when I probably should have delegated the tasks to other people, but just me being so focused on delivering on the service, I get caught up in that part as opposed to, okay, I can only spend two hours on this specific project per week and I'm at four. There's three or four other people on our team. How can I get this person engaged to execute something? Because I've already dedicated a lot of time to something else that is a little bit higher of a priority, but we still need to get XYZ done. So I'm really understanding what acts of service, being able to deliver on something is really awesome for me. But at the same time, I have to understand when to draw that line and be like, okay, um, I'll have to help you tomorrow morning. I can't help you today. So setting a realistic boundary um, against that. And then just also recognizing like a lot of our strengths do work as weaknesses. I did strengths finder and one of my, um, strengths was command. And that is awesome because I can step into any project or situation and take command of it. But where that works against me is sometimes you come into a group and they don't need a commander. And they don't need a takeover person. They need a leader. And leadership isn't all about coming into a space where you have four other people, five other people and saying, I got this. I can I can lead you guys in the right direction. Sometimes they don't want that. You look like a brat or a boss or someone who just is a dictator because I've gotten that comment before when I've been in a leadership role. I don't want to be a dictator. I really want to work together with the team. And so kind of dialing that back and understanding, like, I can take command when I have to, but I don't always have to. 
And sometimes it's nice not to have to take command. I mean, really, really nice. So um, understanding the things about ourselves, the gifts that we have, the strengths that we have, and how also they might work to our detriment sometimes if we don't have a good scope of the way that they should be. So the last quote I'm going to share is also from Gifts of Imperfection. And Brene says, if we want to live and love with our whole hearts, and if we want to engage with the world from a place of worthiness, we have to talk about the things that get in the way, especially shame, fear, and vulnerability. And I think that ties in perfectly to this because, like I said, in that exploration phase, I just kept wondering, why don't I want to give give this idea life and when you get to those deeper reasons you really start to understand this is what's preventing me from living and loving with my whole heart this is preventing me from engaging with the world from a place of worthiness and moving my awesome ideas forward to share with you guys so um, what's holding you back why don't you want to give your ideas life Um, what's where's the confidence missing so just in recap the four different ways or things I talked about about moving your ideas out of the brainstorm phase have been confidence owning your idea intention accepting the idea to release the idea to the world uh, control releasing the desire to control it and exploration why don't you want to share this idea with the world Hopefully those are helpful for you guys. Uh, I found them to be really helpful for me and I hope that I'll be able to keep pushing my ideas forward to you guys and sharing them with the world. Uh, Instead of the word hope, I think I'm going to say, I know that I'm going to start pushing more ideas forward to you guys, sharing them and not abandoning my podcast again because I definitely genuinely missed it. And I hope you missed it too. And if you're new here, There's a lot you can go back and listen to, but there's a lot coming in the days ahead. So hopefully uh, you'll stick around with me. If you like my podcast, give me a review in the store, wherever you access the podcast, Apple Store, uh, Google Play, or um, on Podbean, where I host my podcast. And if you'd like to follow me on social media, I am the great Dana J on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and also uh, my blog is thegreatdanaj.com. So you can catch up with me there. And I hope to check in with you guys very soon. Thank you for listening to The Untrue Show. And hopefully you're able to move your ideas out of the brainstorm phase very soon. Bye.